celebrating who you are and being proud. And when you start to wear that and own your strengths and your pride in yourself, you start to sparkle. Welcome to the Rustic Affair podcast, a show that helps you to inspire and empower listeners to become the best version of themselves by bringing you engaging guest speakers who share their powerful stories of transformation and change. My name is Kristen Nicholson. I'm a teacher, conference host, and woman empowerment entrepreneur. Thank you today for joining us and listening to our second episode. I'm excited to share with you the story of my special guest speaker today, Dana Landry. Dana is a wife, mother, teacher, and a lover of life. She's passionate about wellness, personal growth, and inspiring the world by spreading positivity and joy. Her life's goal is to make a permanent positive difference in many people's lives as possible. Join us in this podcast session to find out how to increase that positive energy into your life. Thank you for joining me today, Dana. Glad you could be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much for coming. So I know that you talk lots about uh, spreading positivity and such. Tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about your passion. Like you already said, my passion is very much, I want to have as much of a positive impact on as many people for as long as I can. And I want it to be authentic. And truly my passion is just spreading joy. And then from there, creating a ripple effect where more and more people spread that joy as well. And maybe, hopefully, potentially, we can change the world a little bit. Awesome. So where did that start? Like, what did uh, is that so something that, you just came up with one day or where did that start? No, you know what? I've always tried to be a positive person, as most of us try to as well. But I think uh, it really kind of started probably about five years ago. I had really, to kind of simplify my life story, I had a pretty typical childhood. It was pretty amazing. There was ups and downs like everyone else, but I really had a mentor in my life uh, who came into my life right around the end of my high school career. And I ended up working for her and she was my neighbor growing up, but we didn't spend a lot of time together. And then come that time, she asked me to work for her and to be of all things, her office manager, because she had a, a, an at-home business. And she was the light and the energy and the sparkle and the enthusiasm. And I was the organized. So we were a great team. As life continued on, we stayed in each other's lives. And after I had kids again, she was almost like Auntie Gwen to us. And my kids actually called her Mrs. Gwen. A few years ago, well, uh, a little bit more than that, uh, she was diagnosed with cancer. And it was a huge blow. Uh, to her and to uh, my family as well, because we were very close, but she never lost her light ever. Uh, She, her whole goal in life was to spread sunshine and to empower women, even before it was an actual thing for people to do. And she truly empowered me. And one of the last times I saw her, uh, she came to my mom's house when I was visiting and we knew is nearing the end. We knew that she wasn't going to win that battle. And it was a very, I thought it was going to be a very hard meeting uh, because I knew it probably would be one of the last times I would see her. And what she did was there was about six women in her life that she felt, but she went to Hilbergen Burke and she actually bought a pair of sparkle earrings. I'm wearing them today in honor of Mrs. Gwen. She bought a pair in each uh, different color for each woman in her life. And she gifted them to us. And her message to me was, don't you ever dull your sparkle. And I decided on that day that 
even though her journey was going to be coming to an end and it did soon after, promised her that I would continue what she was doing. And I made a vow to her and a vow to myself that I was going to continue spreading that sparkle for as long as I possibly could. And every time I do, I feel like she's with me. Ah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Awesome. Well, so that definitely kind of leads me into my next one. So like, how do you lead by example then? I think the biggest thing is not being really big about it. I don't, I think a lot of people think that positivity is being joyous and robust every single day and just going beyond and, and that kind of thing. And those are great. I mean, those are great days. We all have those days, but that's not reality. Uh, The reality is, is that we have a lot of average days and a lot of normal days um, that maybe some things happen, but maybe they don't. So for me, I want to do it by being authentic and doing it in very simple ways. So my biggest thing is the day I find joy, Um, even if it's a great day or it's a meeting, or sometimes even if it's not a great day, I still try to focus and find the little moments of joy. And uh, for instance, every morning I go out and feed our horses before the workday starts. And my to go out there and spend that time with those animals and just take that time for myself. And I'm able to see joy, whether or not it's in the sunrise or it's the sparkle in the snow when you go outside or it's a little piece of dew on a leaf. There's, there's beauty all around us. And when you start seeing it and making a conscious effort to see it, it changes how you view the world and you start seeing more positive things, even in the harder times. And then I also try to inspire other people by authentically reaching out to them. I think that in this day and age, people don't know their value. Maybe people have never known their value. And so what I want to do is I want to show people whether or not I'm really good friends with them or even a stranger on the street. um, If I see someone and maybe they're wearing a pair of glasses that are really neat, I try to go out of my way to authentically connect with them and say, oh my gosh, I love those glasses. And that might be the moment that they need in their day because we don't know what kind of day that they're having and just trying to spread that through being authentically real and kind and positive. That's what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to. Awesome. Well, I know yeah. I've been the recipient of like, you know, random texts and stuff and you <laughs> always seem to get them on those days when I'm like, you know what? I totally needed that. So I just wanted to say thank you for sharing that <laughs> well, because good. yeah, no, you've definitely given me a message on the day. So I was like, oh, I really needed that, uh, that little pick me up. So thank you for that. And I know others would appreciate it as well. Well, (laughs) yeah. And living a life that's positive every day takes a lot of work, right? And so how do you find that balance then? Because you're a successful wife, you're a mother and a teacher with many varied interests. Like, how do you balance it all? I think the biggest thing is a lot of times I thought that I needed balance because we hear the word balance a lot. And so I thought I had to have this set of scales that was constantly balanced between my kids and my work and my husband and my home and me and and all of those things. And then I finally realized, for me anyway, it's not about balance. For me, bringing that positivity in is actually, I've tried to interweave it into all of my life. And I'm very honored to be able to do that because even in my own career, I teach grade four. And those kids buy in when I come there and I try to authentically show them to be realistic, but to see the positive, those kids buy in. And when they start buying in and they start doing that, then feeds me. And then I try to do the same thing with my own family, uh, my own husband and my own children as well. And instead of seeing it as something separate that I need to focus on and give a certain amount of time to, 
said, by interweaving it or integrating into just all aspects of your life and to lead by example, by reaching out to other people and my kids, my own children seeing that, then they start doing that themselves. And the more that that's happening and the more I surround myself with people who have their outlook and perspective, the more it gives back to me. So it kind of feeds itself and it kind of starts to snowball, which is very awesome to be a part of. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, definitely. So I know that it's lots of times it's easier for people to be negative. And I think we sometimes, I think we sometimes focus on the negative too much and then it kind of becomes consuming. Why do you think people find it easier to be negative versus positive? You know, in my opinion, I think that a negativity is more automatic because when you're being negative, then you can't be disappointed. If you're seeing the negative in other things or just not even trying to focus on the positive, you're not being vulnerable to what could be. Because I see being positive as being hopeful. And so for me, in order to be positive and try to see that, you're really opening yourself up to criticism or to have someone come back or to even be disappointed in the moment, right? I'm going to be positive about this, but then if it doesn't work out the way I want it to, well, have I failed? Am I less than? That kind of thing. And so I think it's just the way that the world is kind of turned, which I'm trying to reverse that, uh, that spiral. I'm trying to get it back the other way and just, and just show that, you know what, you are being vulnerable and being vulnerable is scary, but it's worth it. And when you surround yourself with quality people who, if you do stumble or you do struggle or you do fail, and I know it's very scary to say that I don't like to fail either, but then you see the learning opportunity. And when you surround yourself with people who support you in that way and believe that same thing, then they're there to kind of pick you up and remind you of that when you can't. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It seems easy to put on a smiling face, even when that's not how we feel, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So why do you think it's so hard for others to share when we're struggling? And why is it important to share with others when a person is struggling? I think it's hard at first uh, because I think social media is a big part of that, right? When you go on any of your social media feeds, people aren't posting the bumps in the road. I mean, sometimes they do, but normally it's the picture perfect. Highlight reel. Right. It's exactly it. And I do the same thing, right? Like this was amazing. I didn't show the argument I had with my daughter, you know, that. And so I think what happens though, is when you're constantly viewing that, you start to think that that's the reality of other people. And then that comparison comes in. And so it's really hard to admit that you might be having a hard time with something. Um, And for me, I try to really split it between my social media life and my real life, right? My social media life is still authentic in a certain way, but there is a very, 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 very small circle of people who know the real life, right? They know everything. I think it's okay to have both as long as you have that space and that place to be vulnerable because people don't want to show struggle because unfortunately struggle is still associated with weakness, which it should not be, right? It really shouldn't. Definitely not. Um, Instead, it should be focused on strength of you persevering through and asking for help, which is probably one of the hardest things to do. But I think people feel it has to be an all or none. And instead, have your little social media. That's great, right? Celebrate, because that's also focusing on the positive too, but making sure that you're authentic on the other side of it. And I think too, a lot of times people think that struggle is being, if I have a bad day, then I'm being negative that day. And in my opinion, I think that 
being positive is actually not being happy every day. It's not being joyous and throwing a parade. Instead, it's identifying when you are having a bad moment or a bad day even. Even though there's not many times I have a bad day, I might have a bad five minutes or a bad hour. But being able to say, you know what, I'm going to live here for a little bit because this is really hard and I'm going to be real, but then I'm going to choose to move on from it or I'm going to choose to do so and I'm going to take back that, that control And then from there, I can build and I can learn from it. Yeah, you betcha. Well, and it is, it's very much about that, um, taking that control and realizing that we're in charge of our responses, right? And I think that's a big piece where people lots of times think that things are happening to them when actually they need to be looking at it. Okay, how am I going to respond to these things? Um, Because that's where the control is for for people, right? Yeah. Well, and one of the big things that you talk about is the sparkle. And so how did you find your strength in finding the sparkle every day? I think, again, it really came from losing my friend um, and just feeling like, how can someone who shines so bright how can, how can that be over? Right. And so you have to kind of work through that too. And I think it's with any trial and tribulation in your life, right? It gets cloudy and it gets dark. A lot of people associate it with like a thunderstorm and that kind of thing. And, and then I thought, I just started seeing the literal sparkle in things, right? When you, if any teachers out there or anyone who works in a school, when you see the twinkle in that child's eye or that aha moment, that's a moment of sparkle, right? even uh, the, the physical sparkle of the sun shining down on things or just little moments along that way, that feeling that you get when you're so proud of yourself, that's inner sparkle. And so for me, I think a lot of people, and I know me for the longest time, didn't see myself as beautiful and full of sparkle, right? I just felt I was an average woman doing my thing, nothing too special, you know, just even downplaying yourself a lot of times. Uh, not just women, but um, women do that as well. And instead celebrating who you are and being proud. And when you start to wear that and own your strengths and your pride in yourself, you start to sparkle. You start start to have joy on your face and people then are drawn to you because you're starting to radiate. You actually become that sparkle for other people. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think people downplay themselves so much? Particularly women, I think, definitely do that. I think I think it's because that's how we were taught for so long. And and not just from our families, but in the world, right? You don't want to be you don't want to be too too bright and shiny because that's too much for people. I know in my past I was told and it's nothing against anyone. We're not made for everybody, right? That's just not the way life works. But I was told many times I was, whoa, you're too, like, you're a lot. You need to tone that down, right? So that's what you do. And people don't mean anything by it. You're just sometimes not for people. I have a lot of energy and that kind of thing. And, and I think you just internalize that and you think, okay, in order for me to fit, in order for me yeah. to be accepted, I need to just, ooh, I don't want to be braggy, right? Right. right? I don't want to rate myself too much. Um, and I think, you know what? then those aren't my people. They're not my people, right? (laughs) 
and that's yeah. okay. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. Well, and it, it, it's a conditioning, and I think you're you're not alone in that. I think there's a lot yeah. of people out there that people are like, oh yeah, you're too much, or this is not. So then it becomes conditioning. Like, okay, you're right. In order to be accepted yeah. and etc., I need to be this specific way, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you betcha. Well, and so question, like I said, going on the sparkle. So what does the statement never dull your sparkle mean to you? You know what? It really is profound uh, coming from my friends saying that to me. And it's something that's developed over time. Be you because you are amazing. Don't change yourself unless you want to change, but just embrace who you are. Identify who you are and really see yourself in the world and even in the mirror as other people see you and start to celebrate that. And if you are surrounding yourself or in a situation where you are dulling your sparkle, you're taking something away from yourself or you're hiding a bit of yourself, um, then maybe that you're not in the right place, right? You should be allowed to be you and fully you most of the time. Of course, there's times if I'm in a staff meeting, maybe I don't need to be up here, but I am anyway. But you know, sometimes <laughs> it's not always yeah. appropriate. I get that. But if you are the majority of your life, the majority of your time with the people you choose to surround yourself with, they will never ask you to tone it down. They should be celebrating you as well as you are celebrating them for being themselves. Just be you and because you're amazing. You are amazing and you are awesome. Mm -hmm. So what qualities would you look for in a friend then? So you talk lots about surrounding yourself with the right people. So what are the yeah. right people for you? I think uh, definitely positive people. Um, I need, even though I'm not, I'm not opposed to people who are still on the journey. It's okay. Right. It's, it's all good. Uh, but I definitely, I know for me in the past, uh, I've given a lot. My personality is, is being a giver, a giver of and a giver of my feelings and my emotions. And you have to be careful with that sometimes because there's a, a line in the sand where you're just not getting enough back to reciprocate that. And I don't feel in a friendship that it has to be 50-50 because that's not always where we're at. Sometimes I need more from my people and sometimes I give more because they need more from me. Uh, but definitely people who are willing to push themselves even a little bit, people who try to focus on that positive, people who are about friendship and about family um, are so into me. And I think just people who are authentically them. Um, I have very few women friends who are like my tight knit group. I have um, other friends as well, but the ones who I fully trust with everything. And when you look at them on paper, they're different. However, their core values and beliefs are the same. And that's the most important thing. I want to be around people who are different than me because they push me out of my comfort zone, right? I can't have just me. That would be a lot. We would be a lot for people. We would. But just having those similar core values and beliefs is so important. So what do you think then? Uh, you had mentioned that you had a mentor early with Mrs. Gwen. And uh, what's the importance, do you think, for people to have somebody to look up to? I think the biggest thing is looking up to in a way, um, but also being realistic with that as well, right? Because a lot of times, again, we put, oh, I want to be like her or I want to be like him, that kind of thing. But I think it is important to have people around you that may be at a different, slightly different spot than you and you aspire towards that. 
And so then they are a sounding board for you. You can come to them. You see them in your own way as successful, um, whether it be in their personal relationship or professionally, or even just as their own growth and being able to talk to them and ask them questions and learn from them and having that reciprocal relationship back and forth. Because I never wanna be stagnant in who I am. I wanna keep advancing myself and improving upon myself in all aspects of my life. Um, I want to grow as a person and I wanna grow as a professional. I wanna grow as a mother and a wife and just a human being because that's what we're here for. And so if exactly. I can, if I can have people around me um, who have those qualities that I aspire to, that sets like a goal for me, right? Because I'm like, oh, how do you do that? And then you can learn from them too. And then you're bettering each other at the same time. So where do you think you'll go next in your journey? You know, I don't know. I'm a planner for sure. And I am an organizer. But what I've really tried to do over this last year, I turned 40 this year. Wow. So last I set a goal of 40 before 40, I wanted to achieve 40 new things in my life before I turned 40. And some of them were sporting things and food things and, and uh, skills and talents, things and that kind of thing. And it's amazing by just having that goal in front of me, not only did I achieve a lot of those things on my list, I actually added a ton of things that I never thought I would have done. And I think for me, oh, that's cool. Right. Yeah. It's been so neat. And I've actually, I'm just about to do my 40th thing right now. I turned 40 in October. Wow. And so tell me about it. <laughs> so uh, my husband and I are leaving on Thursday to go on a pack trip with our horses. And so growing up, I did not have horses. So this is even riding horses is a huge feat for me, but I've been doing that the last few years. So now him and I are each going to have a saddle horse and we are going to be, he's going to be leading a pack horse with all of our gear. And we're going to go into the back country for four nights and live out of the boxes that we have. And yeah, this is like my 40th thing. <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. What are some of the other adventures you've done? Uh, so some of the other things I did, I did a, I went on the terrain park downhill skiing, which terrified me. People who know me, I have a lot of fear when it comes to new things because I am a worrier. What if this, what if that? Uh, but I did it and it was awesome. One thing I was super proud of myself for is I actually got, uh, I came off my horse. I've always been terrified of coming off of a horse and I came off and within a minute I'm on that horse. And so that was a big thing for me. And then other things like uh, we made curry at home and I actually knitted a scarf and just as many different things as possible. Well, that's amazing. Well, and you know what, when you get those adventures, you never realize like how much maybe one of those things can lead to something else, right? Absolutely. Is there any experiences that you had that you're like, you know what, I'm going to do more of that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think most of them now, like it just inspires me to do more. I don't want my list to end. Now I think I'm going to do 41 before 41, just so I can keep going. Uh, yeah. But even things with, with the horses and stuff like things that I never thought I would do. And I did uh, just, I don't know. There's so many things hiking. I got into hiking last year. This year I summited my first mountain and I did tears when I got to the top just because I was so proud. And now I can't wait to go again. I want to do another one. Like it's, it's, uh, it just starts a spiral because it brings joy to my life. And, and everything that I've done has included either my very close friends or my family, which is so amazing for me too, to be able to show my own children 
that, you know what, mom sometimes is a little nervous, but she's going to do it. She's going to push yeah. through, she's going to do it. And I want to set that example for them too. Yeah. And that positive influence on them, right? Yeah. Well, if you could give, if you could give anyone uh, three pieces of advice to overcome any challenge and find their sparkle, what would it be? You know, and I really thought about this question because I, I thought, oh, there's so many things. I want to tell them 10,000 things. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll and take 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I finally, I think first of all, you want to start small because I think a lot of people are like, tomorrow I'm going to be a positive person all the time. And it's just not, it's not, it takes time to retrain and to refocus that perspective. So start small, even by noticing the smallest little thing that brought you joy every day, that's starting small and it starts to retrain what your brain focuses on. Be patient. Uh, patience is not my virtue at all. You can ask anybody and they would say that, but being patient with yourself and with life Yes, being open to opportunity, but also being patient that maybe it's not time yet, right? Just take the time and just be patient. And if you don't get it the first time, or if you have a day or a couple days where you realize, oh, I've been so negative, I'm, I'm failing at this. No, start small, celebrate. And then finally, focus on what matters. Everyone has a different decision on what matters to them most in their life. And it doesn't have to be the same as anybody else's, but really identifying for you what matters the most to you, what brings you joy and happiness, and then focusing on that for yourself. And if other people don't understand that, that's okay. That's, that's for them. But just standing true to who you are, being authentic, and really focusing on that. And I promise you, and I don't promise many things, but I promise you, it will change the way you think and the way you feel. Awesome. That's amazing. Okay. So thank you very much. Uh, I truly enjoyed our conversation today. I think that was amazing. Now you have to tell me all about what were some of the other pieces of advice that you would give? Oh. I'm curious. <laughs> 10,000 things. Oh my God. Well, not 10,000. Okay. Give me a couple more. Um, surround yourself with amazing people, which I already said. I think sometimes, and I can't speak to men, I can only talk about women because that's my experience. Um, I think sometimes, uh, at least for me, I thought I had to surround myself with 30 different people or I had to be in the right group of people, even though they were great people, but they weren't my people. And so really focusing on who makes you better. And that's sometimes scary. Um, another thing is drawing that line when you've given lots to someone and they just, maybe they're not ready, or maybe they're just not that person that you really wanted them to be. And it doesn't mean leaving them behind, but just taking that step back and maybe not giving as much anymore, realizing your value and they deserve that back too, even in smallest, um, definitely that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And is there anything else that you want to share? Is there anything else that you can think of? I enjoyed our conversation today. How oh, I did too. I think for me, this is such a journey. I, I think that being positive is, has obviously always been a part of my personality, but a very downplayed part of my personality uh, for just whatever reason, maybe life, maybe circumstance, but just celebrating the journey too. You know, that quote, enjoy the journey, not the destination. I think that's a perfect quote for something like this because every day is a new adventure 
And I really love if more people saw that even the mundane days, every day is an adventure and you can make an adventure out of every day. And again, that's just putting that positive energy out there. Yeah, you betcha. Well, great. Well, I love your positive energy. And I know that you had a quote down actually, uh, that I really liked. Sorry, no, I'm just thinking here on, on the conference. For the conference. Yeah, you yeah. had it in the background and I had written it down. And I was just like, I really, you know, when you ask for a match and I'll give you a wildfire, I do not know how to love small. And I just yes. thought, man, that is exactly you. I think oh, that's I love so it. great. Yeah, I I forgot about that quote. I love that quote because it's, I think it's when I finally accepted myself for who I was and this is who I am, baby. So here I am, if you want it, great. And if not, that's okay, but then don't ask for that match. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's fantastic. And just know that you definitely, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing all of that about your journey and all of that, because I know sometimes that's not necessarily easy to be so open and so transparent about these are the things that I'm doing. And, you know, we talk lots about being vulnerable. And so thank you very much for being vulnerable today and sharing very much about your positive lifestyle and that you're trying to inspire others every day. So that's amazing. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Rustic Affair podcast on Apple and Spotify. And if you liked this episode, make sure to share it with your friends and family. Also follow Dana Landry on Instagram at dlandry1981. Also, make sure to check out my first episode where I interviewed Talina Farrell on her recovery from addiction to the successful person she is today. The Rustic Affair Podcast, becoming the best version of you.